Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ross Tucker is in Las Vegas for Super Bowl 58, or as the kids are calling it, LV3. Ross, you seem like you're having a great time. I mean, how could you not? Um, Maybe I'm wrong, though. No, I think that's fair. I'm having a good time. I didn't hear about LV3. No? Tell me about that. Well, you've got the L, then you've got the V, and then you've got the three I's. So better than, you know, it's more, I think maybe, arguably, it's more hip than 58 or LVIII to go, just go LV3. That's what I'm hearing anyway. I kind of like it. I yes. hadn't heard that before, but I might have to use that. Do it. I feel like I'm, uh, I could use some hipness in my game. <laughs> On the line, Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too, and by Northwest Bank for what's next. It looks like, Ross, your setup and others I've seen, are you just, like, surrounded or three-quarters of the way surrounded by, like, walls of AstroTurf? Um, oh, no. Yeah, so that, I think, is just DraftKings. Okay. And it's not it's not astroturf. I think it's supposed to almost be like a uh I think it's supposed to be like a like a, a Wrigley Field type of feel. Mm. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if it's astroturf or not, but it's uh it's actually nice. I like it. it gives me uh some privacy, yeah. Yep. It's cool. Well, what's it been like for the first couple days here? have, have you been uh Starstruck at any point? I'm, I'm talking to a guy here that when Taylor Swift sees him, she's like, I know you. So I don't know if you're going to be starstruck <laughs> potentially, but what's it been like? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think so far so good. Uh, you know, I, I think um, you, know, you get here on Sunday and didn't really do much then. Yesterday did the radio road thing, and then you guys will appreciate this. I'm the only former player the only color analyst that went to the NFL food and beverage press conference. <laughs> yes. It was, uh, <laughs> it was at a Legion stadium. I am, I'm 99% sure 
75 percent of the people that were there were just there for the free food mm-hmm. um and i was pretty much one of them i would say <laughs> um but uh no it was great i interviewed you can hear it on today's ross tucker football podcast i interviewed the head of hospitality for the raiders by the way her last name is lombardi can't make that up good um but no they had some really you know we could sample the stuff that they'll have in the suites man they have this thing called a grilled donut sunday sunday and so it's like a donut that they grill a little bit and then essentially a couple scoops of ice cream on top of it with like the other stuff that would go on a Sunday. But so I managed to get every bite. I had at least some donut and some ice cream. That's optimal. Every bite. That's that's one of my specialties. I think I'm probably yep. top top 2% in the country <laughs> in being able to do stuff like that. And it was so good. If you ever had like waffles and ice cream or ice cream and funnel cake, mm-hmm. kind of had that vibe going, but – maybe even a little bit better. Um, I don't know. The guy, I don't think the guy could tell that I went up for a second one. He might have been able to tell. But what do I care? What, was, what am I going to do, get arrested for having a second grilled donut Sunday, Sunday? No, that's not. I'm, I'm hoping there was some, quote, important event that you skipped for this. Like, you know, maybe like an exclusive with Andy Reid or there was some <laughs> other. Like, where were all the other analysts what were they busy doing when you were the only one at that they were probably at radio row they probably get an email uh like a, a stock email saying a food and beverage press conference at the legion stadium and they're like yeah who goes to that <laughs> well, i do i do because you need me you need me at that press conference you want me at that press conference um it was awesome you guys you can check out the videos and pictures on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. It's like part of my brand, man, with the hashtag Tuck Spreads and yep. hashtag Show Me Your Beer. I, I have to uh, I have to represent it something like that. Right. Well, I love I, I love I love that you got you took that in. Um, what what else stands out here early in the week um, as far as the game goes? If you're if you're of the mind to shift the conversation to- toward that, like how are you feeling about um, about the matchup, about the spread, like a- anything anything that comes to mind here on Tuesday? Wait, there's a game. <laughs> I can't get, I can't get that up for it. So maybe you, hopefully no. You know what? Um... The only thing that jumped out to me so far, and I was at opening night last night, and I interviewed a bunch of players and coaches, you know, the ones that don't have their own private podium or whatever, because I have no interest in that. Um, So I interview, like, coaches or maybe, like, starting offensive linemen, you know, that don't get their own booth Mm -hmm. or podium, whatever you call those things. The only thing that jumped out to me so far is the Niners complaining, probably. I mean... You know, Nick Bosa said last week when he was asked about the Chiefs' offensive line, he said, I noticed they hold a lot, and now the Niners evidently have an issue with their practice field. It just, I don't know. <laughs> you know, they said all year, all offseason, you know, we never would have lost to the Eagles if Brock Purdy didn't get hurt, Which to which I would say, like, how about, how about not letting him get hurt then? 
it's not like it was an unforced error. Hassan Reddick kind of killed him. I mean, I, like, I don't, I don't know. The 49, here's my point, okay? They annoy you. I like, <laughs> I like fresh blood. I like new guys getting a chance to win Super Bowls. So, first of all, we talked about this last week. I like new guys getting opportunities to go to Super Bowls, which is why, you know, I was not as excited about a Niners-Chiefs Super Bowl. I would have preferred Ravens-Lions. New blood, new people getting the mm-hmm. opportunity. And then even in this game, you know, I would typically root for the 49ers because I think they've got some awesome dudes like McCaffrey and um, George Kittle seems awesome. I know you check. I'm friends with him and whatever. But they they make themselves really hard to be likable, mm-hmm. like really hard. With I just feel like they're always, like, complaining about something. It's pretty annoying. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking of, um, I think it was Terry Bradshaw once who I heard, like Dallas lost to them in Super Bowls, and maybe he was even bringing up the Houston Oilers who lost to them in championship games, and he said something like, you know, enough with, uh, you you, got to just do it, right? Like all these different excuses you hear, how about beat us once? You know, it wasn't like super cocky like that, but um, maybe San Francisco should just win this game first. Yeah, well, I mean, yes. Uh, it's funny, I realized this today. Kyle Shanahan's been to four conference championship games. Now, this is his second Super Bowl. But essentially, he's like his coaching career is like Andy Reid's in Philadelphia at this point. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, until he wins one, he's doing what Andy Reid did in Philly, going to the conference championship game every year. They're only making it to one Super Bowl and losing that one. So it's just a similarity I thought was was striking. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see if we can get over the hump. I mean, they're favored, which I don't understand at all, but they are. Insider, insider calls, including this with Ross Tucker, brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin, too. And he's got Shanahan. Isn't he the coordinator for the Atlanta team that blows oh, yeah. the lead, right? So, yeah. like, he's got that. He's not a head coach, but still, like, that's that's on his resume, too. That's pretty That's pretty glaring. Yeah. You know what? That's a really uh, – that's a fair point, too. That's that's a negative. Now, 28-3, you know, some of that's on the defense. A lot of that's on the defense, too, obviously. But, yes, you go back in that game, and there were some questionable choices – by the Falcons offensively for sure. So he, uh, he, you know, he, I'm sure he certainly feels that, right? That he needs to kind of get over the hump of, of actually being able to, yeah. you know, win the big one. How, how do you feel about Purdy at this point? We were, I talked some about Mike was off yesterday and I, I spent some time. Uh, our, our producer Zach has a Purdy problem, and I've had a few people call in that have a Purdy problem. Um, you know, he's not that talented. It's the system. It's the coach. It's the teammates and all the stuff. And so, like, it, it feels maybe like you know, what's this guy doing here? Last pick in the draft two years ago, and he's in the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes. Like, what? Uh, do you have a Purdy problem? Are you cool with it? Well, it's funny because everything you just said. Um kind of reminds me of what people used to say about Brady. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, you know, Brock Purdy, let me just say this for the record, is not the next Tom Brady. He's not going to be as successful as Tom Brady. That would shock me. But 
um, I do think there are similarities. And the similarities to me are primarily twofold, right? Number one, it's what I call draftism, which um, is very real in the NFL. I mean, I've been around, like, front office people where they can watch a guy that they took in the first round have, like, five bad plays in a row. Then he has one good play, and they'll be like, see? Yep, that's him. (laughs) That's who we got. Meanwhile, there'll be, like, an undrafted kid that'll have 25 good plays in a row, and he has one bad one. See? Yeah, that's why he didn't get drafted. Mm -hmm. Confirmation bias. In general, in in life, I think people like to – well, they like to be right, but they like to um, have their opinion validated. So – Draftism becomes a really big part of that, really big part of that. And then, and, and Brady had some of that going on. I mean, if you guys remember, even after they won the Super Bowl, oh. okay, <laughs> there was discussion as to whether or not, you know, they would stick with Brady right. or go back to Bledsoe right. as the quarterback in, in New England. And they obviously traded Bledsoe to Buffalo, and that's when I was there with him and all that. Um, The other thing, though, is, which is even more pronounced than Brady, but it's still something that Brady had to deal with, it's basically like the social media highlight culture we live in. It's one reason why so many people are so high on Josh. You know, he can throw the ball 80 yards, and Josh has the crazy awesome plays. And, you know, he can run linebackers over and all that stuff. And Mahomes, and, and by the way, he is great. And Mahomes can throw sideways and Lamar Jackson runs all over the place. You never watch Purdy, really, similar to like when Brady was the guy. You never really watch them and think, oh, my gosh, did you see that five-yard out pass he threw to Welker? Do you see the timing? And it just like <laughs> they don't do things that wow you physically. Which, by the way, is probably why they weren't drafted that high. They, they don't have right. wow physical traits, but they operate the offense exactly the way. Now, now, Purdy, Purdy, by the way, hasn't played great the last couple of games, but they operate the offense the way you're supposed to. And the reality is, if you're operating the offense like in rhythm, on time, in the ball out quick, you're probably not going to do that many things better that visually stimulating or impressive. Mm-hmm. I think this kind of thing applies in other sports too, right? Why wouldn't it? But a, a, a center fielder or a goaltender in hockey, like one looks like they're just boring. They're good, but it's just boring. The other guy's making spectacular saves and catches. And really the first guy is just in better position. <laughs> you know, he sort of, right. he doesn't need, need to do it. So what's the game about? Making the save, making the catch, making the throw. Um, the, the draft point has been a favorite point of mine forever, just like how hard it is. And it, it makes sense why. I mean, it's sort of easy. How hard it is to accept somebody picked last would be really good, while, by the way, the same team picked somebody third overall uh, the year before or two years before, and he just has not gotten there yet. So, But it happens. I don't remember who it was, but somebody here in the Super Bowl, um, you know what it was? I think I was at... I think it might have been when I was at, at Dan Patrick's show yesterday. But someone here has come up to me and said, big Bills fan from Buffalo, listen to WGR all the time, and never miss Tuesdays at 5. 
which I thought was really cool. Can't remember who it was or exactly setting, but somebody definitely said that to me. And 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 I quote their their exact quote was, "Well, you know, those guys, meaning Shope and the Bulldog, those guys are awesome as it is, and then you just really add to it." So I never miss it, which I thought was cool. I don't know. I don't listen to you guys enough to know whether I think you guys are cool on your own, <laughs> but I definitely agree with the 5 o'clock at Tuesday. When you're on, it works. When you're on, it works. <laughs> yes. It's a very straight, boring football. We talk we talk about zone blitzing a lot when you're not on, oh. Ross. It's very dry. Uh, it's not entertaining at all. No no laugh. We get a lot of email, like the too high analysis. you got to slow down with that. <laughs> right. we're, we're struggling to comprehend it. You guys are joking, right? Yes. God. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But th- this point, you, you, maybe you'll remember this. I, I, I mean, I know you were here. With, we lived through the Bills drafting running backs to replace Fred Jackson repeatedly. Like, he, he's, he's better than all of them, but, oh, we got to get a guy, that first-round pick. That, that This guy's going to be better. And then Fred would just go out and just play and be better than everybody. Yeah, that reminds me. I can't believe that guy played Division Three football. Right. Cole that college. Unbelievable. Like I would I would love to have gone back and like watched those highlights. I mean, he was such a good player for the Bills. Such a good player. Um I loved watching him. He really became a fan favorite, didn't he? Oh yeah. Ross, you mentioned you're coming back going home before the game and working out of the studio. But it's much how Bulldog and I did it for a few years and we would go uh, come back on the Saturday. How, how, uh, if I may ask, how do you spend your nights? You've got, you know, Pacific time, so maybe you wrap up early in the afternoon. Maybe you're done for the day. I don't know, but you know, it's Vegas. And it's not. It's not. Okay. Picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They're warm out of here either, by the way. No, it's been bad, actually. The first, so far it's been raining and in like the 40s. I I thought this was like the desert. I don't know what the deal is. Um, Well, so Sunday night, um, you know, I, uh, I ended up, just kind of walking around with my producer, um, walking around like the strip. And then we came over cause I wanted to show him sort of the entrance for stuff. And, uh, we, we ate in and out, um, okay. in and out burger. And then I went to bed way too early cause I was on East coast time. Mm-hmm. Um, last night was just opening night. And so I didn't do anything after that. Although I was offered to go somewhere tonight. Of course I had the opposite dilemma. Right, where I was going to go to the media party, and then I had two other people um, invite me to their to their private dinners or whatever. So I think I'm going to go to the the Westwood One dinner tonight. Um, so I think I'm actually going to meet up with my buddy Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football. Mm-hmm. I think I've probably told you guys this before, but we were college teammates and roommates. We were actually roommates our junior year um, in college. He's getting in um, at 4 o'clock Pacific. So I'm going to go over to his hotel, you know, catch up with my – it's just different. You know, like my high school friends that I've known since I was five, it's just different. And then my college friends I've known since I was 18, it's just different, man. It's just, like, so comfortable. So, like, on my recruiting visit when I met Kyle, we were 17. You know what I mean? Like, and so it's always cool – the, the people that mean the most in life are the people that um, will treat you the same and really, in my case, make fun of you the same no matter how cool other people think you are, yep. you know? Yep. Like, that's who matters, right? Like, that's who – like, my high school friend, like, I, I could have been doing a CBS game. I could be broadcasting the Super Bowl or starting for the Cowboys, and they're still talking about – when I fell over riding my bike in front of Christy Moyer and Jenny Steph. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they're talking about. <laughs> yes. right? um, so it's awesome. So I, I can't wait to visit with Kyle for a while and then go to the Westwood One dinner. But my recording time here for the Raw Sucker Football Podcast and all my other shows is 5 a.m. local. So yeah. I get up at 3.45, get over there by 4.30 at the latest. And so then 5 to 7, I do a lot of live stuff. 7 to 10, I'm um, like recording stuff, interviews with people. And then um, seven, and then after that, after 10, I went on a bunch of radio stations, as you guys know, in person. It's called Radio Row. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just talk with them about the game and tell them about myfrontpagestory.com. You guys know what, uh, how I feel about that for a Valentine's Day gift and promoting stuff if I'm not, you know, getting compensated like I am with you guys. So then that's kind of the exchange, right? If I'm going to give you some time, right. they give me a chance to chance to promote something. Um, and it's good. It's a good, it's a good exchange. It's a good trade and it'll be a fun week, but I can't, I can't stay up real late. And I don't, I don't gamble anyway. Like if I, if I come to Vegas with friends, like it's to be at the, be at a pool during the day and then go to an incredible dinner and a fantastic show. Um, uh, casinos sort of depress me a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, especially like where I live in Pennsylvania. I don't know. My general sense when I go into them is that 
a lot of people that are gambling would probably be better served by not by not gambling. And it kind of bums me out. Understood. Restaurants, you can't really go wrong, although one night's in and out, nothing against it. <laughs> I, I'm sure you don't. Ross Tucker does not need my recommendations. But uh, no, if, You know what's so funny about that? I was going to post that on social media. Like, we've got the greatest chefs and restaurants yeah, in the world. Yeah. So, of course, I started by going in and out. <laughs> yeah. Does that, you missed out on craft steak in that one, but you still have a couple of days. Okay. <laughs> Ross, I'm not sure if we're talking next week. I don't want to put you on the spot or anything now, but just if we're not, thank you. And if we are, thanks for today. And enjoy the game. Yeah, I mean, if we're not, reach out to me, and uh, we can we can do it outside of Odyssey, or we can figure something out. But um, uh, it's been awesome talking with you guys all season. You guys know how I feel about it. You know how I feel about Bills fans. You know how I feel about Western New York. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And, yeah, um, I don't know. Let's try to see if we can figure out a way for them to both lose. It'll be interesting. <laughs> all right, man. Well, Thanks. the feeling's definitely mutual on our end, man. Thanks for this. Enjoy the trip and safe travels home. All right. See you guys. All right, that was Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker and his calls, insider calls in general, brought to you by Old Spice, Men Have Skin 2, and by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. I didn't know the Kyle Brandt piece. I didn't either. I don't, I don't feel like he's ever mentioned that to us before. He must, he must feel like you know we talk so regularly that it, he would have mentioned it, but I don't think I've ever heard that before. As we in, get into the offseason here, those of you that get really into the draft, we do... To some extent, we certainly will on the show in the coming weeks. If you've got a guy, standing offer, if you've got a guy, we want to know who he is. Who's your guy? 803-0550. Tonight, the Sabres and Stars downtown. Paul Hamilton with pregame joins us at 6. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, WGR. Whenever you make changes, you're looking at and evaluating how is this fitting, how is this working. So, but I can say overall, our team, you know, we talk about how we want to play to our identity. That's the most important thing that we play with some pace and pressure pucks the right way, and that's something we haven't done consistent enough. Don Granado and the Sabers home to Dallas tonight, trying to somehow make a season out of it. As play resumes for the Sabres, they trail the Red Wings and Leafs, the teams who right now sit in the two Eastern Conference wildcard seats by 10. It's a pretty big gap to make up. Plus, there are five teams between those teams and the Sabres that they would have to pass. There's a path that the Metro, those teams are all in the other division, and there's an easier path to the playoffs for them getting past Philadelphia, at least as the standings sit mm-hmm, today. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> it's going to be very hard. And for the team, the Sabres team we've watched this year, it's not going to be possible unless they yeah, I mean, step I, it up big. I, yeah. I, look, you never know. Um, I, I, I can't remember, um, you know, when they, when they last made it that season. T- I can't remember that either. Uh, well, I, I don't what, – what, what, what I'm pretty sure of is that we didn't see it coming. But Pagula took over, and they just went something like twenty-four and two, or something. Uh, down, you know, if that's the stretch. I mean, like something close to thirty games. Yeah. They just went bananas, uh, and they made it. Um, and you know, it's the last time they made it. Like, could could a stretch? You know, if they Paul, Paul and I talked earlier this afternoon, and he'll kick off pregame with us here in about half an hour. 
Like, you know, they've got two in a row. If they can get to like eight or nine, then <laughs> like, so oh, many more. Like, oh, I know. Like, and n- neither of us can finish the thought. Like, we've said that to one another over the course of these months that this season has been just sort of, you know, trudging along. Like, well, you know, if they blew and just, you know. So is it possible? Sure. You know, teams went Edmonton. I mean, Edmonton's Edmonton. Um, but they've won th- 16 in a row. Now they're going for 17 tonight to tie Pittsburgh at all-time record for consecutive wins. And then they'll have a, a chance after that if they get tonight to set set a new mark. Um, so, you know, teams can rip off winning. Even bad, like Philadelphia is not any kind of good. They've had a couple of winning streaks this year, Philadelphia, or at least a couple of stretches where it's been like, you know, 12 out of 15 or some sort of thing like that. So even if you don't win eight or nine in a row, like – you know, eight zero and one, <laughs> something like that. That's what you need, and even that wouldn't guarantee you. It, it would just get you sort of in the in the mix in a substantive way. Um, but you know, we're running out of runway on that idea. You know, that home that home stand just before they went out west with the six in a row at home. And, you know, it wasn't all easy games. I mean, Vancouver was in there, and Vancouver's been one of the best teams in the league this year, shockingly somewhat, because they were kind of lost at sea before this season, but they, whatever, figured it out. Um, whatever. But the Sabres, <laughs> that, that six-game homestand was loss, win, loss. Like, it was the, season, it's the, the entire season. It's like tr- trading wins and losses, and you're just never going to make up any ground doing that. So, you know, I don't know. The, the thing... That's all fine. Like, the thing for me is just they've never looked like a good team, you know? Like, it's two, it's two different exercises. What do the standings look like? How many, how many points? How many teams? You know, what happened in 2011? It's sort of like a numbers exercise. And then there's, come on, right? Like, what are they good at? This year, what have they been good at? Like, their top players haven't been that good. Their power play is bad. Their... You know, they're they're not exceptional at anything. No. So what would have to happen is, as a group, they would have to just accelerate and play so much better than what they have for 50 games that it's really hard to imagine. I, I can't tell you I remember what happened in 2011. I remember being very discouraged during that season, thinking, mm-hmm. like, this is another sort of ending. You know, 07 to 08 felt like an ending, and then they missed the playoffs twice they they won the division in 10 went right out and after this you know like turnover and stuff right. Tra- what it's, is it time for like ryan miller and Derek roy and these guys right. to go and that came soon it, enough yeah. that that's right i mean it went they went right to the bottom after this pretty pretty right. soon pretty yeah. soon but they were i'm gonna fold in the overtime losses because they're losses they were 27 and 31 that year through 58 games. And this team is probably on a pace a little bit better than that or about that. The the thing is, like you mentioned, in their last 24 games in 2011, they lost in regulation four times. Right. They got a point in 20 games or whatever that is out of the rest um, to barely get in. Right. They barely – they needed the last – game 81. Right. To get in the playoffs. Yep. So – that's that's the you know that's what you're that's what you're looking at. <laughs> you know, you can 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 that happen? You know it could, but you know you, 
They they have not looked. They have been better. Paul will, will tell us. I mean, he told me yesterday and, and reiterated reiterated it again to me this afternoon and wrote about it. Like the, defensively, since like the end of December, they've been you know very tight, very good. Uh, they're not giving up much anymore. And Lukanen's a, a big part of that. But overall, their play um, has stabilized in that department. But they still. And even five on five, maybe it's really the power play is the is the big the biggest culprit. Maybe the biggest difference in the goal totals for the team and the individual players themselves. Like the lack of production on the power play is maybe the biggest single difference between last year and this year, offensively anyway. Like from a you know from a scoring goals standpoint, they just have never been able to find that. Um, yeah, I guess it is some progress that they have figured out how to play better defensively, uh, but they still have not been able to unlock the offense and especially the power play. And that, that's a real mystery. You know, there's been, there's been, you know, it's been not exactly stable from an injury standpoint, the power play, like Thompson has been play. He played, I think through something a lot of this year. Um, so I don't know if he's been exactly right uh, for much of this season. He, he missed, some time, a, a substantial amount of time, but I think also has probably played with some hindrance uh, for a part of it that could explain some of that. But the skating has looked different, right? I mean, not just was he able to right. destroy you from the left circle with that one timer and the hands, the, the goals he scored around the net were just like Lemieux like goals. Right. Yeah, he's he, just not getting around. Yeah, he's not finding that space, and that that might just be. Um, cause really the, that, that part of his game, the, the, the stick handling, the just deftly moving, uh, around defenders that when he broke through two seasons ago, it was really the shot was the thing. Then last year you started seeing this and you mentioned pretty early in the year. And I started, I made a sound when you said Lemieux, I'm like I, 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 my brain doesn't want to allow us to have this conversation, but it was, it was correct. It was close enough. Maybe teams just like went to school on that and now you go to play the Sabres and they have, you know, they have a plan to bracket him or whatever. Like just don't give him this space because uh, it's been pretty infrequent that he's dangled like that this year. Do you see that though? I'm not sure I do. I don't know if I would, I'm, you know, if I'm watching, I'm not sure if I would notice it. Well, he, in fairness, came out of nowhere as, a you know, whatever you want to call it, top tier all-star player last year. He had some pedigree. But it had not shown its hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Face it all in the league. And then suddenly he was amazing. And this year he is not amazing. 
and maybe the injury point is is fair, and that's a tough one because guys don't talk about that. You never know. He has had an he has missed games, but he's out there. So you want to be a little bit. You just want to be cognizant of that possibility. But in this sport, the very best players do not get stopped. Like they 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 get their they get their points. And so you see that last year it felt like he was. This yep. year it feels like he isn't. I think. Pre-game at 6, Paul Hamilton will join us to start that. We'll hear from Rasmus Dahlin, All-Star, Alex Tuck as well between 6 and 7 tonight. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, 803-0550 to join us. This is WGR. Sabres and Dallas Stars downtown. Have these teams ever played in Buffalo? Maybe once. I can think of one game. I don't know. Nothing really springs to mind. Probably wasn't memorable if they did. If they did play. You might have been busy. Yeah. Like getting married. Yeah. That that. Oh day, yeah. If I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah. Yeah. The wedding. Yeah. The wedding. Yeah. One. One. Not sure. You never know with Rob. But one possibility, perhaps a reason to watch this game or listen or both, is that no Taylor Swift references. Yeah, if that bugs you, yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. you can find tonight's hockey game as an escape. If it is one, well, we don't know. I mean, she's kind of omnipresent, it seems, her, her name anyway. I would send Rob – I, I want to make this some amount of money that I can live with parting with, but I would send him some amount of money if he had like a cardboard life-size cutout of Taylor Swift between the benches with him during this game tonight. have to be enough to at least pay for that. Sure, sure. Because Rob's not going to go out and sure, yeah, invest well, in one of those. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if there's just one of those lying around somewhere, maybe get some, I see them. I mean, so they exist. Get your hands on one of those. I'll, uh, I'm good for two hundred bucks. I, I like even more. Maybe two hundred dollars. I like even more. Maybe just Rob just showing knowledge about her, her catalog, right? Just Rob. He might, he might be able to go pretty deep on, uh, on he Taylor might. Swift. He might. He's got a daughter. teenage daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I can do a little bit. I, mean, I, I don't know yep. if that's really Rob's kind of music. In fact, I don't know what Rob's music is. I don't either. The fact that it's never come up and we spend as much time on the air with him as we have might be telling. You think he doesn't want to admit it? He Well, or it, yeah, it, it could be horrible and he's embarrassed about it. He also just might not have anything that really registers at all. I am having a great time with my kids and, and music right now because now they kind of have their own mm-hmm. scene in their own bedrooms. They've got their speaker and they can they can play mm-hmm. what they want. My son takes his music, very little of which I am at all familiar with, all over the house. Like he's just carrying it around, yeah. and you know he's respectful about it. But you know, I'll I'll I've always liked getting home and turning on music because so easy to do that now mm-hmm. and. You know, maybe some he's got his thing going, so I won't get in the way. But he'll he'll also love, loves Hamilton, loves certain other Broadway. Once in a while, you'll hear like he'll have a mix going, mm-hmm. and it'll be Mamma Mia. All right, which Paul would be impressed with that if I <laughs> Paul on him. And then my my thing is often it's going to be like the yacht rock stuff, and he'll be in another room and he can barely hear it, but I'll I'll catch him. Singing along with oh, Christopher Cross. Wow! I will catch him, and you know I wouldn't want to tell that's, anybody. It's got to be a proud dad moment for you. It is. It is. Yeah, definitely is. Yeah, because you know I remember my father's music, and I know it. 
And yeah. I even sort of, my yeah. taste is similar to what his was, if not still is. Yeah. But you hear it enough times and you just know it. Yeah. In, that, in those days, it would have been like, you know, eight tracks or something. Yeah. But I had this the, uh, the Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night. Uh, I came home. It's not uncommon. My kids, you know, we go to shows together. We like a lot of the same stuff, although they like a lot of stuff, especially Leo, that is like way past where where I get off the train. Uh, there's like psychedelic, like insane, just guitar players and stuff that I just am, am not not into uh, as much. But uh, Owen had a friend over. They were in the attic, and I went up there. My wife, we'd gotten home, and she went up there to do something, and I went up there to join her. And Owen was playing with with a friend over this record that I don't even remember ever telling him about. I took Leo to see them, this band from the 80s called The Chameleons that are were back together and touring in the States. And we went to see them last, I don't know, last winter, I think uh, it was. And I only have one of their records that I was able to find currently. I had them back you know, a long time ago, but lost them over the years. And he was blasting this record. And I was just wow like i'm with a friend over like this is uh i'm impressed yes i, I did not i did not think i reached you with the chameleons but the, yeah, there it is maybe it's different given your you know interest in music but i feel like maybe dad saying that they like this particular song choice of yours is the worst thing the kids could hear right like this, yeah like the last thing they want to hear is that dad liked what they picked yeah Maybe, yeah. I don't think it's that. I don't. I don't Different think, for you, maybe. Yeah, maybe a little. But we do share a lot of of stuff together. But yeah. The Sabers are next pregame with Paul Hamilton joining us right after sports. Mike Shope and the Bulldog WGR. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 